Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Call Out Culture Podcast. Castro? Thank you. Energy was a little weak tonight, bro. Um, we were before Always we started judging. recording. <laughs> we were celebrating another another wonderful win by the Philadelphia 76ers, the first place Sixers. No, he wasn't. That's eventual not NBA finalist mm-hmm. 76ers. Oh God. Um, first round finalist. Let's go. <laughs> bro, if we lose in the first round, I will. What, what do you want from I, me? I don't know. You're not. You, you'll never hear the end of it for me. What do you That's want? That's all Let's I got to say. On, on no, no bets. I don't want bets. We're going to play the Bulls. I, 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 want, I want the. We'll I want the cloud to, to, to hover over you. I don't want I don't want any material things. I want the spite. I want I, I, I want the, so I, I want the right now. I, I want the uh, the um the weapon that always gets reloaded. I want the bishop revolver. Don't uh, need to reload X-Men? it with bullets. No, from juice. You just keep uh, oh. firing. Keep firing, no matter what. You you went to sweets. You got yourself a little little pissy head pistol gun. I got the gun and never needs to be let it off in the elevator. How many 13, shots? Is that? 13 shots all told. And if I'm not mistaken, the house he had a party? revolver. Yeah, yeah, he had the revolver. revolver. So he... he did not have a clip. He didn't have anything like that. All right, so wait, he shot yeah. he, he, at least two in the elevator because he pointed at him. Then he in the air to someone. No, when him. they when he first confronted him, he threw the they he, he made him toss the gun. Right, and then they fought. Okay. He got the gun back and he shot him two times as he was running away in the alleyway. Or yeah, the, under under the underneath the elevator the bridge. Okay, don't right. forget. Then he runs up the steps. <laughs> Three shots. <laughs> Three shots because one shot hits him. Ah, and the arm, and, right. you know, and he's like, walking yes. through a party like this the whole time. Ah, yeah. And Cypress they get on the and get on the elevator. <laughs> you crazy enough to shoot me in the elevator? Yeah. Two shots in the elevator. Hence, that's a lot. We are past the reloading. Yeah, but anyway, let, let, let's 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 tell the people what we here for tonight. We are lucky enough. Uh, we're we're missing our our fe- uh, fellow co-host. Alaska. Um, I don't know what he's doing tonight, but he got he got pushed into a locker filled with banana peels. <laughs> pushed into a locker. So uh at his place, we have man, this dude shit. I don't even it's 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 the cardinal sin on our part. We we've waited this long to bring our guests. I on. mean, when you got legends and stuff, man, you can't just be having them on there when we all <laughs> when we all janky and shit. We had to get our shit together. We had to get 90 so under our belt. To you get know what I'm saying? Now that we have like an established type entity thing on this podcast thing, mm-hmm. he's yeah. like, all right, you know, we can holler at, you know, at Reef. He made us talk to his people's peoples. <laughs> I had to go, look, I had to send an invoice with carbon paper. We had to- <laughs> carbon. The carpet, you remember? You, you a press kit. We just sent him a press kit to like press with FedEx. Kit. Oh my the signature, God. the signature. I know required. y'all ain't got it. I, I know it's more advanced now, but I know y'all both have children. But like when I was working at like performing arts schools, and you know, the kids would come over for their like dance lessons and stuff. We had like a receipt book, and I remember it wasn't that long ago, but it seems so long ago. You know, with the carbon pink copy, and you'd write out the receipt. Mm. You know, Miss Lisa's check. I got the check from Miss. Oh Lisa. God! Okay. First of all, the company policies don't let a parent pick up their kid without paying their uh, tuition. You know, mm. I can't. Oh, I just can't get you. No, 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 no. It's coming here. Coming here, please. Oh. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Let's talk about this. But um, yeah, we just, I, you know, I had to get my, we had to get our stuff together. You know what I mean? Before we had the man, the the living legend, straight up living. Living legend. Reef the lost. Reef the lost. Still hasn't found his car. Still out here looking. Still lost after all these years. Still reef. Still lost. Yeah, man. Causes out there. Moving it. Sticking it. Moving it. 
sticking and moving. That caused <laughs> on the run from child support, yo. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not that, man. <laughs> uh, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Thanks for having Welcome, me, man. man. Appreciate this, it. Uh, this is great. So we uh we wanted to talk yeah. about DMX, um, specifically Dark and Hell is Hot. But sure. Yeah. Well, Z- 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 this is a monolithic. Oh, it's a, a megalithic, megalithic monolith. Yeah. Megalithic. Mono- I always forget the name of this series we do. Megalithic monolith. Megalithic monolith. Monolith. Yes. Dark and Hell is Hot. We yes. also do another series called Lineage of Greatness where we pick a specific rapper. So the last one we did was Nori. But this sure. one, we'll probably do one for X later. We wanted to talk about just Dark and Hell is Hot. And we figured. I mean, there's a lot of eulogies going on. You know, yeah. God rest of the rest of the god rest of the dog Mm -hmm. so we don't we on our part we try not to be redundant as as best as possible and and of course you can eulogize him you know forever Mm -hmm. but we wanted to just really talk about the impact of this record and this time so people Mm -hmm. could understand like you know younger cats as we always say we're not we're not the old curmudgeon cats but it really i feel like x was definitely a moment right and if Mm -hmm. you try to explain it to him Mm -hmm. to people nowadays it's a little different Nas is a little bit more tangible examples jay you can see the lineage, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Wu Tang, sure. the lit. But with DMX, and those was, guys, those guys stayed in the stayed in the public conscious too, right? Right. The right. And the Jays, you know what I mean? X DMX, you started seeing right later yeah. in his life. It was more the, for the criminal stuff and the drug use. And, and he right. was um, if I'm not mistaken, he was still on like a major label release schedule. He still was dropping stuff like every so? three yeah. three mm-hmm. so or years. Right. You know, take his time or whatever. But this first I will not record, lie to you, man. When 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 he uh, passed, and you know, you obviously you start you know listening to to the music again, and like unfortunately uh-huh. that's what we do. Just as hum- human nature, you know, you mm-hmm. go back, you're like, oh, this person passed. I'm gonna go and listen to his catalog. I haven't in a while, and I was like, what the fuck are all these albums? Like, I don't know, like half of these shows, Grand like, Champ from like yeah. 2003 <laughs> on. I felt yeah, all like, shit, but I yo bro put out a lot of music. man. He like, DMX he, has a definitive um, shit he was doing. He, he has a definitive jump off point. Like <laughs> after, I guess, I mean, to most people that were fans of it from the gate, I guess the Great Depression is when people kind of like, all right. Like that was that was it for me too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He he broke he broke a contract with me. He um what's the name of that song? Is he the single? The, um who they we don't be? know who they we be. Know. It was so that good. That so that yes, the beat, the, the, the list. Yeah. It was I memorized it in a day. I said he's back. And I bought the record, Damn and it was the no. same thing as what's the big, what's the Shine record? Z? Godfather in a uh, casket. Godfather buried alive, Shine. Same thing. Godfather same, in a casket. No fuck with that. Same, no, just, the same way they tricked that. me. They tricked me to say the song was out. <laughs> there was elements of stuff you really like, and you were rooting for the guy. So it don't take much, you know what I'm saying? So when that dropped, and I was like, then the video was all green. I was like, all right, I bought the record. I started skipping the first four tracks. I got the track seven. I said, oh, I man. And I, I remember buying it. Like, a, you know, I wasn't, I didn't try to stream. I didn't line wire. No, I went to Armand's and I bought it. Armand's was still open. Dude, yeah. I was working at Coconuts and I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I could have got the free the free hookup. I was like, I'm good. I'll, I'll pass on this one. What, well, I, okay, I played well, it. I played it at the little scans station and I heard that. And after that, I was like, nah, this is all When good. did you jump off, Z? When were you off? That record. The Great Depression yeah. joint. And I remember when Grand Champ came out and I remember like working at the record store back then, you know, before the Internet. And you would see like the pulse of how people really felt about shit. You can get all the promo. You can get the posters up. You can get the end caps. They can put the ads out and little circulars. 
that release day when people are walking in and you see right in exact what people want, they did not want that Grand Champ album. That shit was, and I was remember looking at him like, oh, he's done. Like that Tuesday, no one was copping that Grand Champ. By the time that one hit, and that was like oh four, oh five, something like yeah. that. But before we get too, I was like G Unit on that. Before we get too deep in it, let's 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 let the lay, uh, let's let our audience know who Reef is. Reef, like. yo, oh, Reef the Lost Cause is a Philadelphia standard. His name standard. is like within the word Philadelphia. If you really squint your eyes, you can see mm-hmm. Reef the Lost Cause. It's one of the three puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> um, a great record in, in the battle scene out here and abroad. Um, I just want to highlight your last project, brother. Yeah. Aaron um, grievances. Shout yeah, I was Hodge. gonna call it. Aaron I was gonna call it brother, brother Muzone. That's that's my joint. That's single with Ethel on it. That's just crazy. Oh, yeah. the video. Oh, sure. So that to me, that's this is the brother Muzone record because I feel like you brother could do both sides. You could, you could just you could go in the no gym stage. You could you could just do that. That's like just dressed as Muzone or whatever. Sure. You know what? And I okay, <laughs> take the idea where you want. Get you a little sidekick and do little skits like that with the guy that he's always saying you don't read Lamar. You only read oh, yeah, the front yeah, 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 yeah. Lamar. Like, oh man, yeah. Lamar was always messing up the, the newspaper uh, Lamar, order. Man. All that Lamar, that's great. Lamar, yeah. that's your man. But yeah, tell us about that project a little bit. Yeah, I mean, me and uh, me and Hodge, I had put out a record um, in 2018 called The Majestic, uh, which was pretty heavy. A lot Classic. of, lot of, thank you, bro. A lot of soulful. Yeah, thanks, bro. Uh, a lot of, lot of like you know, life stuff and. I was just, I wanted to rap, you know, like, I think we as artists, we have those moments where we're like, you know, especially guys from our generation where we try to find that balance of like making like, you know, the, the talking about what's really going on in the world and in our lives, but also sometimes you just want to like, just rap about, you know, and have a good time. And yeah, I went to Hodges one day and um, he was playing some beats and I was like, yo, let me get that one. Let me get that one. And I was like, fuck it. Let's just do like a quick little EP. He gave me the beats. I went home, came back, you know, a couple, like a month, two months later. We knocked that joint out in the afternoon, man, just chilling. You Ooh. know, it's only seven songs, which I'm, I'm loving the, the short, more short, pro- short focus projects right. that are mm-hmm. kind of the norm right now because I, I kind of wanted to be on that way for a while. So I was like, I, there was no pressure of like, you know, we need to make at least nine, ten joints. I was like, yo, this seven songs, we in and out. And it was just, just a, it's just a rap record, bro. You know what I mean? It's nothing mm. crazy, nothing over the top. It's just, it's just another notch. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. take you know? heed. My man just said seven song EP, two months. Get up, get out, get something. Get off your ass. Stop playing yeah. with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I have, had a, I, have a, I have a lot of. Um, no, 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 no. I was just yeah. gonna say, just to, to to touch on what you were saying. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Um, we all have a lot going on. We all have lives and families and girlfriends and whatever else. And it's just like, you know, um, if this is what you do, you need to do it. You know what I mean? Like get, 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 get your music out. You know, don't, don't, don't sit there looking for perfection. Just, just live in the moment, get the music done and get it out. So yeah, that's why. Yeah, And y'all listen to a master right here because we've all had our moments. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like holding on to stuff. No, it's all good. And um, ladies and gentlemen, we um, Reef and Hodge have a long working relationship, so that's mm-hmm. why they're able to just lock in, snap in for sure. What you're working on now, boom, and and then cut it out. So that's also yeah. like a, a good jewel to have a relationship. And we're really with good somebody. friends. We're really good yeah, friends. You know that helps too. You know what I mean? Definitely helps. Definitely helps. I recommend all of our listeners because a lot of our listeners might know of Hodge 
specifically mm-hmm. in our lane through his work with Elucid, right? On No sure. Just for Uganda. Sure. And you go back to the Dumb High catalog and you go to that goddamn Jungle record. That's that's record. That is one of my favorite rap record. albums yeah. of all yeah. time ever made because it yeah. gives you Elucid and it gives you Random. It gives you Ethel. It gives you Burke. It gives mm-hmm. you Reef. And it was a nice pulse for Hodge. Like, it was a great you know, he, he was, he was grabbing his dick on that. For he was sure. like, oh, I'm yeah. grabbing my dick. But that's now like 10 years old and it's still like it sounds fresh and incredible. So all of our listeners that are like big elusive fans that may not be familiar with Dumb High specifically, go back to the jungle shit and then peep Reef and the airing of grievances that just. And then my third suggestion, go with the jungle, airing of grievances by Reef and another Dumb High project, Yoga at Home. Really, 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 really. Really well. Yeah, Hodge, on the on the low, Hodge had like a good like he had a he had a nice little run there where he was like really just putting out really really solid. Yeah, yeah, the, knife, yeah. the knife remix. He was continues Sean. to do it too. I mean, but I think you know there was a like you said like the jungle yoga at home that era was just like you know and I think it's also reflection of the time that we were all in as younger men. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It has, a special, has a special place. It has a special. Now place. I will hold. Sirens I will on to hold on Hodge, and it's not his fault. It's her fault. But there's a classic Ethel C album somewhere in that household. Sure. And a hard draw. And a hard sure. draw. It's under the washer somewhere. It's under sure. the washer on the CDR. She's like, ah, I'll get it right up, look, over top of the washer and dryer. Sure. Well, Ethel C is the most nonchalant, like, amazing artist I remember. Yeah. He'll yeah. ever be. Yeah. 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 The gift is just, you know, the gift, the gift, the gift is just natural. But anyway. Right. Yeah. Sirens was, you because my shit was ninety was a ninety two flow two on Sirens all Snyder. Thank you, man. A lot of people didn't get. I don't think a lot of people didn't get what we were doing with that. But we were just having fun with that one. You know what I mean? That joint's all that, dude. Fuck that. Yeah, that shit. And then I want I want people to know too about what you guys been doing. You and Caliph, like since sure we're a team because the biggest thing is like you're one of the best performers. To me, I always would always describe you as like the LL of Philly, where nice when you were on stage for real, like. Well, you know, it like, wasn't except it wasn't the part where you would like air. You ever see when he would like air hump like a bench? He would like grab like a like a bench like a comedian would sit on, and he would put it on the ground and like air hump. <laughs> I would say like, it, hey, wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't coincidence that. that we wanted to reap the lost cause on this DMX. Um, Yo, it's, uh, this it's DMX, crazy, right? Because like the performance is parallel. I will always say that. Yeah, like, he's amazing. Like, you haven't seen a performance from a man until you've seen him sweat drenched. No socks and no shoes on at the front. Well, the socks Wait, are on. Does, but doesn't even need no the shoes. mic, but the mic is there. The mic is easy. Yeah. We used to have the mic. It didn't need the mic. But hundreds of people and just hollering and just 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 black bolting on these motherfuckers. Just like, like oh. And like, yeah, wait, so without, it, without shows, like, no COVID, like, give us the idea of what you guys thought of to do instead. Yeah, so, um, you know, we we did, you know, the at-home concerts and, you know, we did a couple, like, performances in spaces where there was no one at and you put it on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. And that shit got born after a while. And he, I give all the credit to him. He was the one that put me up on Twitch. Like, I had no idea what was going on with that. Obviously, he's a DJ. DJ culture snapped that whole Twitch shit up, like, right away. Right, they did. uh, during the quarantine and uh he was like yo like we should do like a show and i'm like yeah but like i don't want to like what are we gonna do like once a month just we do a show for people like he's like yo man let's make it like some like beavers and butthead meets peewee's playhouse like so (laughs) once he said that shit i was like wow this sounds awesome so basically what what we do is every month we we uh pick a theme 
Um, this month's theme being, you know, uh, rest in peace to the great vibe of the virus and the 420 meth and red doing the verses. So we're going to do like a more like weed theme, John. Nice. But yeah, we nice. pick a theme and we pick videos and not the like 30 million views on YouTube videos. We pick videos that are a little bit more obscure, a little bit more funny. And we take mushrooms and we play the videos <laughs> and we laugh our ass oh, off. Process. And like, you know what I mean? It's just been, it's the most fun shit in the world. And, um, you know, we're, we're both trying to figure out how to like make it, you know, cause there's so much going on. It's, it's so hard to get people to like. To gather audience. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's especially on, on, on when, you know, like when we're doing our show at the same time, like fucking like, you know, I don't know, Premier is on one channel doing right. his shit, yep. Diplo's mm-hmm. on his channel doing his shit. It's like, you know, who's just gonna watch two like grown ass men like high as a kite, like look at this dumbass video. But <laughs> we, we have fun and a lot of people that uh, have, have watched enjoy it and we're gonna keep doing it, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think sh- shouts to you and, and Caliph and shouts to yeah. Small Pro. I, th- I think he's on mushrooms at the moment. So maybe uh nice. Ma- yeah. Maybe he's watching like Aeon Flux or The Head or some other MTV shit. He's yeah. not writing yeah. the shit down. He's on Paramount up with. Plus. If he's not writing it down, it's lost to the midnight. He better write this. He better have a little notepad. You, know, you got to <laughs> jot. When you're on shrooms, you got to jot that stuff down. That stuff. Yo, the goes, only time man. I ever tried shrooms was at Hodge's crib. And yeah. it was like nothing was Sounds in about it. Right. But it was nothing in there. It was like it was like crumbs or something. Like I had a Ziploc bag. Yeah, and like sometimes happened. little crumbs. Shit. Reef, it did Reef, nothing, I, nothing happened. Nothing happened. I, I will tell you. Uh, we were about to go to a show or something. I was like, oh, let me try. Oh, it was hey. like a little. It was, it was, it was to like, like toenail clippings or something. Yeah, it was weak I have as to shit. confess. Reef actually gave me my first decent shroom experience. Same thing with Juzi. I was getting little pieces and crumbs. And I remember somebody um, putting me D like, yo, you're not doing enough. Like, this is not a good enough dose. And well, I didn't clearly. know the measurements and stuff like that. <laughs> and Reef put me on. He said, yo, we got these chocolates. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's like, you know, there was something in them. Mm-hmm. You know what we're talking about? And I was like, and I was like, oh, let me get a little piece. He's like, no, nah, man, take a square. <laughs> and, I was like, and, it was, and I was like, word. And it's funny, like me and Reef have been cool for years, but I hadn't seen him. I hadn't seen yeah. you for like maybe right, a good right. year at that point. Sure, like before, sure. and this Pre-pandemic, I ain't seen you for about a good year. And he was just mm-hmm. being very generous. I was yep. like, all right, I'll take a square. And he said, I was, I was on like, mushrooms, dude. All right. Uh, <laughs> look at you. Where, wait, where, like, where were much? you guys at, the, at we, this moment? We were at the, um, was on the Johnny street Brenda's. in front of Johnny Brenda's. Oh, was yeah. it the show? At the, the, what's it was the, the last show. show. Yeah, it was, it was, it was the Mother Woods. Yeah, yeah, that was the show. I had a picture with me, you, and the Lucid and Castro. That was the last show any of us did. Well, at least me and Castro. Yeah, that was a lot. And so the last show we did. I remember the generosity continued. I was like, well, how much? He's like. And he gave me, he's like, oh, bite this much. And I bit that much. <laughs> and it was just enough. And I don't even know if we had performed. Maybe we did it. I don't know. I was, no, I was probably after because we, 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 it, it was, was definitely up, after. Was I was trying yeah. to um, mitigate my girls having a thing going on. Sure, sure, sure. And, so I was, and I'm, sure, I'm sure I hope that helped you mitigate everything. Oh, I was, I was, you're just I mean, like, it's going to be cool. Yeah. It's going to be there's cool. A level, there's a level that your brain gets unlocked where you just kind of figure shit out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was cool. I was cool and very much. You're like fucking welfare in old school when all of a sudden everybody asked like that math, that math question. And he's like, square root of 14.3. And he's like, wait, what happened? Like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> no like, doubt. But well, yeah. Let's, so, let's take our first break. Yeah, first and then break. we're going to come back and talk. It's dark. It's hot. We're reading from the Lost Cause. Brought to you by Checkers Minute. on 24th and Oregon. Still IBM with a hybrid cloud. Helps you out. Yeah. Things that go pump in the night. 
lot of niggas is getting slumped on sight. I don't do subs, and I don't do slights. I knew if one of us is wrong, we must prove who's right. And that can go either way, however you like. I was shuttle one hand and rolls the other a knife. Stand twice. For if you should choose the blade, on top of your cold body, the rose is laid. So I'm always prepared. In a world full of clones, I am always the rare. There's a lot of animals in the game, but in a room full of animals, I am always the bear. Old Grizzly with a flow, filthy killing me. Soliloquies till I'm 63, like Bo did. I walk like a blues player, and I defy any old guys and new saints. These niggas don't want no smoke and no drama. These niggas don't want no smoke and no drama. These niggas don't want no smoke and no drama. Homie, who the fuck is you? I tell you what you want to do. These niggas don't want no smoke and no drama. These niggas don't want no smoke and no drama. These niggas don't want no smoke and no drama. Homie, who the fuck is you? I tell you what you want to do. Trust your homies, them guys gon' run yeah. They mouth saying a lot, but they eyes say jump They look me out of they sneaks if my guys say jump They turn to Zach Levine When the Mac is lean Into they back with ease They gon' ask to leave Shablow, Shablam, Sadiq I was working on something I was working on you know, um, you, you, This is what you do in the house when no one's around You just, you just work just working on. Things. I was gonna say like Um Shabam Serengeti, that don't really work. You did that and one I was, before on the show. I, I was, did. I was, the people got to start chiming in on Twitter. Oh, you know what I watched? I was going to now. I was going to do Shabam SAS because you know what I watched the other day. What's up? Uh, uh, State property part two. <laughs> oh property no! Two. I don't think I man. Which SAS I is in the it. second they, one. So it is one part where he's going around one. to all of his um his his crews in different cities, and is he has Nori like Kanye. Is Nori yeah, Nori's, Nori's on main character in the second one. Yeah, he's in, okay. I didn't see the second one. I only saw him. He's in the first one, right? When he's yeah. Oh, well, you gotta watch the second. One. Second one's fun. I didn't see the second. one. But like Kanye's in Chicago, he only you can only pay, buy drugs from with diamonds, and <laughs> SAS is like overseas, and it's all it's like, oh. and like the MOP is in there. Fox Ooh. is in there. Fox Fox is in there as much as MOP is in. Jesus. Like so she's she's there. She when the two How you see the two of them, see all three of them. Dude, yeah, man. Emilio's wilding. We ain't got boys wallet. We, we don't Reef, Reef, you seen you seen State Property too, right? I I must I, it's one of those things that I must have seen. I had to have seen it. You know what I mean? I it's okay if you don't recall, remember. But I'm sure. I'm sure it's I saw the same it. as, as it's as bad as not remember. No, it's as bad as as good as not remembering belly too. Like Oof. if you watched yeah, see, it. I, I, <laughs> now the funny thing though is I remember is the I game these it? type of movies. I didn't see yeah, it. the game is the main character. No, so the no. funny thing is the one movie that I do retain is Thicken in Water. And I just couldn't really believe it existed. What is that? It, you don't that? know the premise of Thicken in Water? Oh, the with Mac, Joe Mac Tan and Fat yeah, Joe. Yeah. Oh, I thought, you, I, thought you, I thought you said stick in the water. <laughs> no, no, thicken in water. And it's yeah, Mac yeah, yeah. it's Mac yeah, Tan and, and Fat, fat Joe, Joe, and they're like Long reef, they're long lost brothers. Yeah, when they get back together, oh they realize they're God. brothers. They have like a same father. And they take on the bad. Well, they were the beefing. Yeah, they, they got to save the rec center. Then they get together, and then it's then they like they found equipment like um like poetic justice, and they're like, hey, we could do music. And, yo, because oh, I, no, I remember when I was watching it, I was so into like music videos. I'm watching it, and I realized, hey, this has been on for a half hour. Is this a movie? Like I was watching it, not knowing. <laughs> That this, this wasn't like a music video. Yeah. 
I'm yeah, seeing, and I'm seeing Mac Ten and Fat Joe not making any sense. But look, man, they cashed that check, yo. They cashed <laughs> that check. The, the residuals on them DVDs. Oh, I just man, remember the ads for the, the soundtrack. I didn't. Even, I never saw the movie. Yeah, and then um, it, you don't remember the and then and then like fucking Mac Ten. Mac Ten was in the John Blaze video, and I was like, why the fuck is Mac Ten here with Jaden and Ray and all that? I'm and like, the oh. video, and, the, and the movie poster looked just like in too deep with Omar Epps. Yeah, they're they both like, like looking, they're both like, like looking sideways, looking side with different directions, with that, the yeah. deep blue. Oh my god, y'all <laughs> that shit is weird. And thicker was in red. Talk about this movie. Water was blue. It's funny. Thicker was in red, and um. Water was in blue because it make, make that your Twitter avatar. Thank you. Make that your Twitter avatar. Oh, I'm definitely doing that. That's <laughs> I a great. Idea. I appreciate that. That's a good. All right, look. let's get to it. So we're gonna talk about it's dark and hell is hot. An album better than any Mac Ten or Fat Joe record. Let's be real. <laughs> so the, what I remember when um, so Castro alluded to it briefly at the beginning. The 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 feeling in the air, like the palpable sensation, leading up to this album. Let me let me what? let me talk because so because I, I got this story I always tell when we talk about DMX. So okay, go for it. When Born Loser dropped his first twelve inch, I can't remember what label it was on. It was out and people knew about it. But I remember he was he was doing the the dog mannerisms early, and I remember cats in my hood in Brooklyn. They were like not feeling the barking in the growl. It was right. like what the hell is this? Like you know it was DOS FX time and stuff. So if your gimmick wasn't like immediately catchy, then it became like your detriment. So I remember Cass like, what the hell is all this barking shit? Like this born loser, whatever. He had the goggles and all this, you know, he was still DMX. He had the vest right. on all that. Nobody was feeling it. When Get At Me Dog dropped and, and um, Rough and uh, Rough Riders Anthem dropped, Man. I was like, yo, this is the same guy. And the growling and barking was still there, but it was a, it was different. Everybody was digging. And I kept remember asking, I said, yo, y'all don't remember he had the whack ass 12 inch or whatever. And they was like, nah, yeah, this, DMX the this is the shit. This is the mm -hmm. this Dark Man X. And it was like a whole new way of taking him in even though to me he didn't change much from right. and i was like it was maybe like nine months before that and i was like all right and then then i sort of get at me dog video and i was like all right let me not play this is some serious business serious so then, business. like reef what do you remember then leading up to it's dark and hell is hot um i remember the 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 collabs and just the the street like he was you know the, the 24 hours to live on mesa shit <laughs> The four three two one. Mm. Um, he had the if it's on, it's on on the clue tape. Like yep. he, he was, he was everywhere leading up to that record. They they couldn't have marketed it better because they had the streets like what is the word salivating? Is yes. that right? Is that the yes. word? Yes. Yep. Streets yep. were salivating for that dude, man. So he had the buzz, and it was just one of those things where. You know, a lot of people, man, at that time, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't want to put rappers under the bus, but there was a lot of people that at that time that were buzzing like crazy and then their album dropped and it was fucking trash. And then mm -hmm. we, for, we, we forgot all about them. You know right. what I'm saying? Cannabis comes to mind. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a lot of mm -hmm. people that. We just you know, talked about him. Yes. Yeah, we talked about You know what I mean? And there was so, also everybody. So the talk was. Copy and talk puffy was, and it ain't working up. Yeah. Yeah. The talk was, yo, this shit better be like this dude is is we're expecting mm. a classic rap record. You feel me? Mm. We're expecting mm. a classic rap record. Mm -hmm. He delivered, man. He knocked that shit out of the park. So you know what were you, what were you doing the day you bought his album? So the day that I bought DMX, it's dark as hell, it's hot. I was 16 years old, summer 98. Um, I was a part of a program 
for a uh, youth that had been arrested on a gun or a uh, drug charge, but because it was our first offense, they put us in this program called Don't Fall Down in the Hood, which to this day, I think is just a terrible name. Wait, what's the name of it? <laughs> Don't Fall Falls Down in the down. Hood. <laughs> Don't you Fall Down in the Hood? Yeah, don't fall down. down in the hood. Like, don't, you, you might don't, not get up. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> wait a second wait, wait. <laughs> I swear to you, Don't man. fall down in the hood. In the- <laughs> this is reminding me of, um, what was Issa Rae's job before she quit? Oh, we got y'all. We, we got, got y'all. That's reminding me of, we got y'all, dog. <laughs> so, I'm just confused about, like, the falling down, like, I know because you get because it's the whole like, thing. Yeah, you got to get yeah, up. So it's basically, you know, they would have they would take us to like the gunshot fucking ward in the hospitals and have some dude. This could be you, you know, scared. Straight, I mean, scared, yeah, scared straight shit. It's scared straight shit. Like they not going to front like they take we would go to like parks and like we would do stuff like basically like, look, you can be more than this. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like, yeah. No, like, I'm, I'm not right. knocking the intention, just the phrasing of it is what <laughs> I, I can't know, get my head around. Don't it's fall down in the hood. And it, they didn't spend much time on that on that part of terrible the business. Name. Terrible name. I'm so sorry. Anyway, that, I'm sorry. That day, um, we were, you know, basically we were all rode together in a van. I forget where we were going, but I remember riding around in that van. And we basically would pick everyone up in their in their respective neighborhoods, and you know, I, I I definitely was not of of the worst neighborhoods. I mean, there was some some hood 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 kids in that program, and so we're driving all around the city picking kids up to go to this program or go wherever we're going for the day, and that shit just and you know tape player, so that tape played that whole ride, uh, picking everybody up, played the whole ride taking everybody back and basically everyone just you know that was pretty much the you know summer that whole summer was that album and that yeah, was my man. introduction to it was riding around philly in the don't fall down in the hood van with all my uh you know fellow offenders some who would you know go on to do great things some that would fall down in the hood they fell. but either way they were my brothers and we were jamming yeah. out in that fucking hot ass van and i'll never forget now, that and reef i'm glad you um you brought up the, the reaching the potential because the other side of that was he put a stop to a lot of what was going on people sure. were making a lot of money with a certain sounds back then sure. he brought and the, he, he put brought a the to it. yeah yeah and it was like um if anybody is a little uh younger and trying to re- realize the time it was similar to i guess to me the little Jay-Z death of auto-tune. Like, look, this is, we're done. Whatever it is y'all were doing before, this is done. And he was like, and you know, DMX, talk is cheap, motherfuckers. Like, mm, he was serious. Right. And I remember yeah. fighting it a little bit, y'all, because, again, I was, I was one of those guys that, like, if you're a simpler rhymer, I'm not always, like, enthralled by you. And I remember right. when they would put him up with other cats, you know, right. 24 hours to live, you know, <laughs> the locks. And, and Mace was a very accomplished Black rhymes on that song. But and I remember I was I was pissed off at the you can't you like you can't come that the, the bar about you can't come back on like a light you ain't you it's not that when long you ain't that out, strong you come back on yeah, and I remember being like on. yo what's that y'all was like you know I'm finding trying to find chinks in his mm-hmm. armor mm-hmm. and I remember one day thinking about the line I said oh shit like this he he gets to the point of it you 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 you're not gonna come back on like the lights you can't right. come back on you ain't that strong. Wow. And I was like, oh, and then I started catching his flow pockets. And that's why I was like, okay, this guy's like, you know, when I put you, nobody can snug. And it was like, oh, he's changing his voice a little bit. 
It was like it was Dark Man. He was like a he was like a, a superhero, super villain, like the Dark Man X. Mm. The way he came in, like a bat out of hell, man, and like you know, it's something to speak for. And I'm 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 the same way. That's why, like, I, you know, I wanted, you know, cannabis. I wanted those records to be incredible because I love those guys and I was yep. pushing for those guys, the more lyrical guys. And um, there's something that, that can be spoken for, for energy. And I think DMX is just energy and his whole vibe. It was just like, dude was like fucking insane. And like, you know, that, that trigger of all of that we all have of us with the, the our love of hip hop, of it being this rebellious music. It was just like, here's this new rebel. You know what I mean? Going yep. against these guys in the whole shiny suit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it yep. couldn't have come at like a more pivotal time because I feel like if a guy like that doesn't come along, we don't get that kind of like late nineties. Uh, no, they're gonna double had, down. They know? were gonna double down on all the Gambino shiny suit stuff. Sure. It was selling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, right. and also think about it like as far as like you know the, the naysayers and the detractors, the C. Dolores, just using it as a, a euphemism. That the blingy stuff before it got too misogynistic was somewhat safe rap. I don't mind them talking about, you know, jewels and all of this and flossing. They're not talking about violence and shooting or real life shit or talking about how we fucking them up, us white folks. They weren't talking about the, um, you know, oppression issues and stuff. It was it was there was safeness in the imagination. This is just some fantasy and stuff. And DMX was talking about some real shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Casting two strikes and like not just downtrodden criminal elements but just like living with like no options and what are we gonna do and this guy's down this guy's down all right i'm gonna come up and i remember him when he finally made the turn because remember they had to go drag him out the hood a little bit he was taking that very seriously that i'm gonna do this instead of that i'm gonna do this rap and i'm gonna put and and i remember you know interviews of him he was saying like you know when he was one foot in one foot out he was like all right like Y'all better make do on, you know, what y'all say, because I'm going to go, I'm going to put everything in there, even though I've been, you know, robbing for over a decade to, you know, to feed myself. So I'm going to trust y'all with this weird rap stuff because he, he was just a rapper. That's what I love about X is he was a rapper. He wasn't trying to get signed. He wasn't looking for no deal or to make a show or make a single. He just, he was a rapper. That was just him. So the fact that we, we got, we got him and he's been able to put stuff down on wax is just a blessing because he was always a rapper. You know what I'm saying? He was going to rap through his neighborhood. He was going to oh, rap yeah. at, <clears throat> at bingo events. He was going to rap at his daughter's recitals. You know, yeah, I hope he did. Well, some, here's some what I realized that. about listening to this album again, because I, I was the same age as Reef, but I was I remember buying it. I was at Roman Catholic High School, Broad and Vine, and it was like that whole day, everyone, because it's an all boys school. We were all like, yo. Soon as this school bell rings, mm-hmm. we are swarming the wall on 17th and Chestnut, mm-hmm. and we are going in 50 deep to buy the. And they better, there better be enough copies of this fucking CD because <laughs> it's getting bought. Period. And there wasn't sure. any like, yo, I'll dub you a copy. It's like, no, I'm buying this. Everyone was right. like, I'm gonna own this. So right. it was 50 kids, and they made us wait outside. Like, yo, 10 guys there because we had backpacks on, shirts ties untied. Everyone's like, ah, DMX. <laughs> and so buying that shit and then coming back to school the next day and everyone being like, oh, my, did you hear fucking what day? Did you hear the prayer? Did you hear the convo? Oh, my God. It, it, it was he delivered. And the same way cannabis didn't and the same way Nori did deliver, but in a different way. 
and sure. Pond delivered. Like Pond delivered. Nori delivered that year in different yeah. ways. Ninety-eight was ninety-eight was a fucking hell of a year. Heavy like, year. There was a whole bunch of guys like came out. There's an outcast record. Outcast record. Yeah, Quim and I. But like I mean like a debuts. I mean like debuts. And so, oh, debuts. Yeah, indeed. Right. Indeed. So when indeed. you listen to it now, when I play as dark and hell is hot, like I'm like everybody else, I've been listening to it nonstop. He. Like me and me and Barry were texting about this. Shouts to Disco Vietnam. X is one of those dudes where if rap didn't exist before him, he could have created it. He mm. was there was so many styles on this record. He could have fucking invented <clears throat> rap because it was right, the way like his pockets and how it was so many styles in terms of like what he didn't have to do. Y'all feel right. me? He was nice. the, the 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 loudness and the barking and all that. That was working. You could have made ten of those. But then he energy, did Damien. But he did Damien talking to himself. But he did the prayer. The, um, he's talking. He did the song where he's like, um, he's doing his lower octave, the whispering, the um, right. watch oh, that, me fly. <laughs> like he's That's harmonizing. Right. He's doing all of that on the first record. But then where, even stop being greedy. He does like the two different voices. The two different voices. You know where, he, don't he touch didn't that. Have uh, to leave on the debut. He could have <laughs> saved that for the sophomore. Let me show my range. You know, this was just a, a born. That's what I'm saying. Machine. Like he's just. It was. It's just. It's just, it's just like pure madness but very much well thought out in terms of like when you listen to it from a technical point now like i'm, I'm looking at some like 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 reef was saying like he wasn't lyrical in the cannabis way right or the pun way mm-hmm. but what right. he did was like he was so repetitive and straightforward it gave him that space to kind of flex and bounce around with it and then catch like he had that ability to almost like pock and like Biggie, I was gonna say you, you can it, you could pick any mm. two bars from this entire album, and it's a hook. Any two bars think, from him, Z, is let a, me jump is on a chorus. It's a chorus. Since you said Pac, there's elements of the Pac flow. There's elements of the Biggie changing um, rhyme patterns within bars. Mm-hmm. But you know who really, um, really chipped away and copied him like verbatim. If you look when I when I went back and listened to this album and how it was arranged. No, no, more tracks, a couple of skits. So it was nineteen. Right. Eminem was damn. Oh, Eminem. If you, if you look at Eminem's wow. albums, the way he lays totally. out, the way when he does the singing tracks, when he does that, They're it's like the damn angry, it, a copy. And the screaming angry. Oh, <laughs> I was watching. I was listening. To Dark I am Dark angry. Text. I was like, this is sequence. I said Eminem sequences albums straight up like this. I'm, I'm, I would bet. And you know who else does too? Him and Dre Ready had a this? conversation like, we, we're gonna do like a DMX album. Who? Kendrick Lamar. Good, mm. good pull. Like he, where he those are so many ones. X where moments. the screaming ones are, yes. where the singing ones yeah. are. Where, like Black or the, the Berry, Black or the Berry is a DMX song. Mm-hmm. That's a straight up DMX. I can see song. that. I can see that. But like definitely he's super sequencing. angsty and like loud, and then he changes. Even like, bitch, don't kill my vibe. I am a Santa. Third song, They're probably gonna sing right? It. Third song. X, yeah. X would yeah, do that shit Jesus. with the voice yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, and throw right, you kind of even when you. When you're coming mm-hmm. off that energy song, here, here you go. I'm giving you this because right. this is my honesty. So I'm going to have a prayer on every record. I don't care if you like it. Yes. So think about this. Let me ask this wait, about Reef then. Let me ask this Reef then. Ready? So Reef was in the program about redirecting his life. When you hear this <laughs> album by this dude who right. is saying, no, people don't warn you about fucking with D. All right. Mm-hmm. X is coming. <laughs> stop mm-hmm. being greedy get at mm-hmm. me dog mm-hmm. when you're in that stage of your life and you're hearing those songs because i was not in that situation in my life i was just a regular ass middle class kid in philly and mm-hmm. those songs made me 
like everyone else, want to throw somebody off a roof or some shit. Mm -hmm. But my reaction to the prayer and the storm, the intro, the it, combo. I had like an emotional reaction as a kid because sure. I wasn't used to hearing this dude who was like gnashed teeth, pure energy, mm -hmm. like literally being so vulnerable. So what, mm -hmm. what did it, what did, how did it resonate with you in that t time? Because we had very different lives. Sure. I think uh, the, unfortunately, the more vulnerable songs didn't resonate as much at the time because it was so much about the hype shit, the raw shoot em up shit. Right. Those songs, I think, became later things we appreciate a little bit more. But at the time, it was just like, yep, I'm going to fuck shit up this summer. You know what I mean? Like, it was just kind of the soundtrack to, like, anarchy. You know what I mean? But it also put in perspective for me because I'm like, you know, I'm not this hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is yeah. the hardest shit. I'm not it's, as hard as this. There was like, a lot of talks of stabbing you know I mean? and cutting, like, hand-to-hand. Crime. Like and then yeah, and then like is. the whole thing with the rough riders and the motorcycles and the dogs and then like it was just like oh this is like this is street shit for real so it kind of mm -hmm. put a perspective about oh who's the, really, um, like, the 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 the, the street side street workout yeah no shirts so it was it was it did what it did what it was supposed to do what all great art is supposed to do which is it excited me it thrilled me shocked me and it also scared me a little bit it also totally. made me yeah. kind of like step back a little bit like yo this is like because it was the diary of like a like the very very bottom it was fucking charles dickens man it was like mm. the motherfucking mm. like from the from the from the soil you know what i mean mm. so yeah um but i mean i think the combination of everything i was going through at that time plus that record really kind of pushed me away from a lot of bullshit you know what i mean mm. like just because you know, a lot of people in that program that I was with and friends and they took that record to heart, like to heart, heart. You know what I'm saying? And like, right. it was a wild summer, man. You know what I mean? So I just, I, for me, it was like, this is incredible. And I, I want to do this. Like, this is what I want to do. I want to make stuff like this, you know? Oh, so it helped your inspiration at that time, at that age. This one was think, giving you some feel. I think feel. there was that. Yeah, man. I think there was that like, you know, 94 to 99 was just like, I mean, we could do, you know, 30 podcasts on all the records that came out between that period that shaped us, you know, yes. and made us, inspired us and made us want to do this shit for real. So, I mean, those are our most vulnerable years. Those are our years when we're, we're, we're shaping who we're going to become as men. So those right. teen years, man, a record like that at 16, True. when, you know, the world was changing rapidly. Mm -hmm. um and and friends were dying already and going to jail and you know i think about that shit a lot like i shouldn't have i shouldn't have experienced that i shouldn't have i shouldn't have had friends die like they've mm. like been dead for like 22 20 years in, now yeah. like, that shit's fucking wild man but like shit. that record man that's something that you know i can see see their faces and there's certain certain albums and certain times where it's like that that album really was like just a soundtrack. It was such a part of, you know, um, it was a part of our lives for a long time. But that summer, summer '98, DMX ruled, man. He ruled. And then after that, we had Jay come mm -hmm. with, you know, now this dude Beanie's coming, and now we got this yeah. big pop thing. So Philly was really like it was a glorious crack. Iverson, um, fucking, was, oh man, it was. Just I was fun. here. I was here. I, I, now I feel like the old here. dude, like y'all don't know nothing about. 
You know what I mean? But like, bro, <laughs> no, yeah, I'll make you feel a little too. better. So around then, I, I'm older than y'all. So I was in college at the time. And um, uh, I'd been in Philly like three years and kind of off and on getting kicked in and out of school. So you're right, Reek. This was like Philly was solidifying itself. Uh, Jay was coming. It was like every two or three months, he came back and grabbed another motherfucker. So you know what I'm saying? He grabbed beans, then he got, then he grabbed, and this is coming. This is beans coming off the roots appearance. Yeah. And then he grabbed free. Mm-hmm. Then he grabbed young gunners and shit. Mm-hmm. Then Owen Sparks, and you know, mm-hmm. and so DMX was. And the funny thing about that, y'all, DMX was so rough riders, and the locks they were here, like mm-hmm. they would be in Philly a lot. Mm-hmm. You know out. what I'm saying? They did a lot of shows mm-hmm. here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. With Eve, the yep. Eve connection. So they were totally. they were in Philly as much as they were in. Um, New York or in Jersey in the parts between. So we would see them. They would come with their with their caravans. They come deep with the mm-hmm. motorcycles. So, um, but let's hit another break. And I, yeah. when we come back for our final piece, I want to get into the production. Oh, and we got to talk favorite songs too. Shit. Yeah, we're gonna do that favorite song. But yeah. I want I want I want Dame Grease got to get Dame Grease. You know what I'm saying? Dame. So we'll 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 be right back. Call out culture. Shablash. Your dogs. Your hells. Your hot. Nihilist Millennial, the album from Cargo Colts, me and Alaska is available now exclusively on Bandcamp. We've been talking about it on the show, played mad joints, we did a live from the liner notes. Digital available now at recordcrew.bandcamp.com. Alaska is doing probably the greatest rapping of his entire career on this record. I'm doing all the beats. Castro is the only guest along with myself. We got Cryptic One doing all the mastering. The Almighty Gang, aka King Vision Ultra, did all the packaging and design, which is insane. CDs are just about gone forever, but you can get the Digi t shirt, fucking necklace, and the hoodie all available now at wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. We really appreciate your support for this record. This joint is booming and flying off the shelves, literally. I'm not just saying that to sell a record even harder. All right, Nihilus Manila from being Alaska. They're all available. keeping you down? Do you find yourself cutting your fingers every time you work on a flyer or an insert? Are you tired of being asked to boost your ads or buy ad space? Well, the boys at Griff Company, we have the solution for you. Now, all jokes aside, this is Wrecking Crew Consultation. If you think that your hip-hop career can use a battery burst, feel like you want to have some type of counsel and a soundboard or do you just need a good old pep talk we can help you out here Zilla Rocca and myself Curly Castro we are offering our consulting services at nominal fees so if that's something you're interested in shoot us an email give us a call and we'll help you out tell me when was the first time you fell in love with (laughs) hip-hop Call our culture. We're back from the truly wildberry hard seltzer break. Brought to you nice. by <laughs> shit. I'm drinking, and we got the banana clip. Shabla, shabla. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Uh, home stretch. It's dark and hell is hot. Megalithic monolith. I think that's. I think I okay, said. Okay, I want to make an uh, admission. What's up? 
when I was fighting against DMX's greatness, I remember people would talk about the album and I'd be like, duh. Yeah, I know it's dark and hell is hot. Wait, what do you <laughs> but it's such an you're not, you're not, title. You're not telling me anything new, but it, it is. It's such but the, even, even from like yeah, the packaging just... with the photos, one love boomer on oh, is that back. is this um oh, is this like Chris Mannion? Is this Chris Mannion did all of these photos, right? I don't know. So Mannion is this is it, uh, he's the one that did the blood photo for flesh of my flesh, blood of my See, blood. I think I think that cover is like cool, but to me, dark but and it's, it's, cover is just fucking. But amazing. it's 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 all that the, the two dog picture. That's Manny, and he did a lot okay. of iconic. All right, well, whoever he is, he is a yeah. brilliant, incredible. <laughs> yeah. seriously, like like no, but he went. No, I'm saying dude. he went to X with. He has okay um, ideas. He went to X mm. with the X came up to me say, "Yeah, you're gonna um get in this pool of blood." And X like, I ain't doing that. Like okay. he he's like you know I he see. convinced them and shit like that. That's all. About so, so let's let's talk about favorite songs and why they're our favorites. So. Get at me, dog, is the single, the first single, and oddly enough, that was his highest charting single off this album. Well, it mm-hmm. wasn't Rough Riders' anthem, right? And Get at Me, Dog was very much a. Str- Am I wrong to think that that was a street single? Would y'all say street single? I mean, it had a video Definitely. with hype, you know, and then I don't that think video- they thought it would do. I don't think they thought it would do what it did. You know what I mean? Correct. Because all right, well, let's do the history. Um, Get at me, dog, started as a um, freestyle for Clue. Yes, with, with all the of the locks members yep. and DMX on it, yep. and it was also the beginning of a beautiful friendship. So anybody, that, any listeners, go search, put locks and DMX, except their last recent song that came out a couple of years ago. It's right. last year actually. It's, it's very weak, but every combination of the locks and DMX is gold. These four cats Dude, know what they're doing at bro- all brothers times. Started something <laughs> like they just they album, just it, all their voice the four Holy voices. Shit. Whether some of them is just doing a hook, that's why uh, Sheik works so well in this hook. They mm-hmm. are really that's that's true kinship and collaboration. If anybody's looking yes. for that, go so look if, up. If you look at this, DMX right? Song. Okay, so so story. get at me, dog. Peaked at number six on the rap singles chart. Number six, Rough Riders Anthem was thirty three on the rap hmm. singles chart. How's it going down? Peaked at nineteen on the rap singles chart, mm. and then mm. Stop Being Greedy peaked at forty five. So Get At Me Dog, the first single, was the biggest song, even though as time has gone on, it tends to be Rough Riders Anthem, which, right. confession, never liked that beat, never liked it, still don't like it. I appreciate it when it comes on. But it was a wave, because you know what right. it was, he? The video. Well, the video, you're right. The visual. To see that, that 700 dudes on bikes. Men, Some dudes like picking up tires. Buses. You know what it looked like? The, the, the caravans. <laughs> I, I, I've seen bikes bikes and y'all seen kids out. running in a line of bikes, but this was like impressive. They were like on a bridge. This was like, there was yo, no a lot women of in that video. There are yeah. no women. No. Any fucking nah. women in that video. That is testosterone. <laughs> that shit is. Like and they and they brought that. They brought that bike to clubs. A lot of black bike clubs, especially ones in Philly. They owe Rough Riders. They owe Rough Riders a big debt because they brought that back in Vogue. Yeah, um, like people of color ride by street. Dude, when I lived on South Street, the fucking Rough Riders would park and take over half a block. They just mm. roll up, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this is, this was like you the know, and three three wheel bikes. Y'all remember them three wheel yes. bikes? Oh, those intense. were awesome. Those were fucking yeah. crazy. So what? Okay, so what is Reef? What is what? Is, what is your top two favorite songs off Dark and Hell's Hot? And why? Um, so my two f- oh two damn only mm-hmm. two. That's mm, they gotta matter. Yeah. See, 
All right, so I'll say I know my number one is, is stop being greedy. I've been eating long enough now. Stop being greedy. Just keep it real, partner. Give to the needy. Ribs is touching, so don't make me wait. Fuck around and I'm gonna bite you. Snatch the plate. I can flip that flow. I can stick that hoe. I can get that dough. You know I'm with that joke. Ain't a thing about this shit I can't do or haven't seen. But when it gets dark, it's like a nigga's having dreams. All oh, night dance, the light dance, dessert. What? Got me like it. Everybody wants to hurt. What? Paranoid. So I strike out at without shit. Because that shit is just like to me, like when he's like, uh, <laughs> what the fuck does he say? I'm I'm stoned right now, so forgive me. But that whole Don't song, touch he's that. just uh-uh. leave it alone. That shit. When you walk by the doghouse, give it a bone. Give it a bone. Leave it a bone. Praying that he don't die, but at least he died hoping. Like yes. he, sounds, he yes. sounds like a fucking maniac on that. He does. Place, yes. He sounds like a fucking maniac. Yes. Dogs fight. Dogs bite. Dogs, dogs bite. Scrap, no, he said shake, dog. Hold, he said dogs night. fight. Dogs bite. Dogs knife. Yes. Scratch. And the way he was able to have his pauses where his flow yep. never falls off, even if the that, first line that beat, and that, that beat, yeah. I mean, I, a lot of people, yeah, I, I, I've always been a fan of just hard-ass, dark-ass production, and that is the epitome of hard-ass, dark-ass production, and that song is incredible. Two is a little bit harder because I have... Two that I'm thinking of, but I'll say I, I would have said Damien, but I feel like Damien Woo! is sort of stopped being greedy. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's different because it's, it's, it's the same similar. two voices. Yes. That shit haunts the shit out of it. It's so haunting. But him talking but, to the devil and making that woo. bad deal. It's like he yeah, made a bad deal. Hey, man, you tell me you're my friend. <laughs> hey, right, give me your hand. Don't <laughs> give me your hand. Uh, so, so many, but um, I'm going to say, and I, I mean, you know, it's it's it speaks to the duality of who I am as a person and a human. Uh, but my two favorites will, will definitely probably be Stop Being Greedy and How's It Going Down. Just because it's such a good song. It makes me think of summertime. Yep. But There's what about, about what about hook. what oh, about this. the blade work in the song? The pe- like you listen to it and it sounds kind of casual. It's a great story. But the love, like it's a good story. Yeah. But yeah, the pocket man. work. You can get that. Yeah. Oh, you say, you say, forget that. Go 150. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See Joe. Go and yep. You get that? Right. And with that, we can right. split that. With that, with that, get that. I said, "Oh, whoa!" Like he used to be like, yeah, just the melody. Did you would be your what? Oh, that's. I knew she was a thug when I met her. She had scars. I was like, I used to say that all the time. I know I was only supposed to mention two, but I'll also give honorable mention to ATF just because I just boom, 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 open the door. ATF, ATF is crazy. I was in that. I said, "Oh, yo, I didn't know what the fuck ATF was until that song." Came out. I'm like, what is he talking about? He and was teaching, the story man. keeps going. <laughs> Educating take people, out. man. Yo, I and he know blew up a police station. Oh, uh, y'all go with me. Oh, yeah. like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just fucking madness. That album, yo, dude. Ah. Those are oh, good choices. Well, all right, Kevin. Well, well, that's those are good. What, what are your two? What are your two picks? Two all right, songs? I have to. I have to say, um, I won't pick the whole song because Reeve just did. But get at me, dog. The third verse. Um, D- Dame Grease had brought it up about the work in the third verse. And let me Wanna just break um, bread with the cats that are no, uh, that's just that's bear, with I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. bear with me here. I'm not gonna play it. Um, I my pro. stand back, yes, <laughs> so like, um, <laughs> um, 
Let me see. I'm looking at certain because they heard it. The niggas blew up his spot and the motherfucker got shot in a while. Just takes away the, <laughs> it takes He makes up. He makes up. He ain't been able to stand. Got shit that a disabled man with a wave that. of the hand. He ain't been Days shot longer, in a while. And it seems like I'm facing time. I got a lot of dreams, but I'm not really chasing my hope. Okay, here we go. Um, uh, what's, that? what's the deal? One in the back, back of that face down. Lucky that you're breathing, but you're dead from the waist down. Talking your mind, talking that shit, and you be talking. And I bet you wish you never got hit, cause you be walking. But shit happens, and fuck it, you done did your dirt. Niggas just wondering how the fuck you hit your skirt right under their eyes. That's a surprise to the guy. And one of they men was a bitch in disguise. Fucking with cats and all the more hits and slaughter more kids. Let me holler at you, young at Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, I'm just robbing the and there's at least a thousand of us like me mobbing the street When we starve and we eat, whatever's there Come on, you know the cold in the street, whatever's fair Blood stains and chalk means your man couldn't walk after the talk About him not being on 11, 33 in New York Transforming that niggas will get it quick And yo, for real, that nigga cake can suck my dick And it's gonna take all these niggas in the rap game to barely move me Cause when I blow shit up, I have niggas falling like white bitches in a scary movie Ah, you know I don't know how to act Get too close to niggas, it's like protected by Viper Stand back I thought you niggas was killers, demented Fuck you on me to with this coward Finish him, send it Call out, call out culture, right? Correct. That yes, sir, cool. yes, sir Does he get away with those lyrics in, in 2020? Late 90s he There's a lot of um, F-words I was just yes. quoting it, but there was a lot of F-words Slippage, Wu-Tang oh, He says it a lot, no, it. like DMX is like Him and Eminem are like racing, it's an arms race Who can say that no, word? But with DMX it always was, um Let's just assume he doesn't know many gay people. He was right. always talking about some punk that he was gonna fight in the street, and no it was like, he was, he was, he was like, he's like, like, look, look. When I get to the end, it's this, it's this end part. It's um, it's this end part. He said, um, uh, uh, it, uh, oh, here you go. Okay, one is the K Solo thing. Yes, uh, which, which we have to talk about. <laughs> okay. Transforming no, ass niggas will get you quick. And yo, for real, that nigga K Solo can suck my dick. Okay. <laughs> and it's gonna take all these niggas in the rap game to barely move me. Cause when I blow shit up, I have a nigga falling like white oh, bitches. Like say, when I blow shit up, I have niggas falling like white bitches in scary movie. He said it all fast, ah. right? And he says, ah, right, here it goes. I uh, you know I don't get I don't know how to act. Get too close as niggas is like protected by bike. Stand, stand by. Back, right. What's this? I thought you think it was just killers. Demented. Demented. Fuck you. Wanna fuck what the fuck you want me to do with this coward? Finish it. Let's end it. Like it was like. I thought you niggas was killers. Like, oh, it's just like, I'm just ripping y'all apart. Like, and it was really, he's not directly, but he's saying like these Gambino cats, these shiny suit cats, I thought y'all was killers because that's really what y'all talking about in these songs. Y'all just being slick with it. But y'all got me with these cowards. My shirt's ripped off. I'm ready to, I'm ready to go. My knuckles are bloody. (laughs) Y'all talking about, oh, I got Versace on. Nah, man, what is, demented. Fuck you want me to do with this coward? Finish him. Let's end it. Dang, so. The that genius verse. of thinking about that, you just reading it, you automatically adopt his cadence. Yeah, man, because I can't, can't read I can't it misrepresent. As, as no, bars. I can't misrepresent. It's impossible. It. I can't misrepresent. But even it. if so, you weren't um, a rapper, like you, you're like you're pulled. Like he writes it in a way. Like when when I read my son, like Doctor Seuss books and shit, the mm-hmm. way the way the shit is written is rhythmic is as fuck. You know what I mean? It's like the way he writes that shit. When I was saying briefly earlier, like there's so many repetitive elements to it. But what he does in that repetition, he like changes little parts here and there to make it be like, I'll fuck you up. Yep. <laughs> like it's, yep. This is not some catchy shit just for the sake of being catchy, even though it's inherently fucking catchy. Like that's the brilliance of the writing. You know what I mean? It's like, well, let me, um, let me get, okay. So, so, um, niggas and started something. Mm. 
the locks and I love the Mace verse, yo. And Mace verse, Mace is killing on there. It's just it was all all that Jada Kiss comes on there. He says, um anybody hold on, give me kind of like a tribute to Mace for like the puffy bad boy dancey shit. I'm like, you didn't listen, you weren't around. Dude. You didn't know you didn't know. Oh, Poo yeah, yeah, yeah. Poo yeah. Mace, like murder mace. Murder like, mace, mace was a dude. fucking animal, bro. Murder no. mace is crazy. When he wanted to be like murder mace was a fucking murderer. Any nigga wave a second base and have an explanation. You bring your crew, you bring a crew in them, and I'm doing them. Yeah. Then I'm beating yeah. them down with aluminum. Yeah. Then I'm putting two on them. them. You can't touch me. I've been devil sent. Wanted for embezzlement. A, a lot of other things, but that's irrelevant. Mm. But hold on. I gotta get you this. Um dude, and what style says, <laughs> oh here you go. I got you. like Pesci and if rap was hot, yeah, be Gretzky. He said, and this is for the listeners and prisoners. And them jealous rap cats that prefer dissing us. My 16s be so real, you can feel them in your vein. Like Romello's pops from Sugar Hell. Yeah, so nasty. See, make sure Yo, the late 90s, there was there, a great yo. run of fucking Romello bars. People were getting off on the Romello Not bars. really. I think, like the I Roots think they did were, it. The Roots did they, it yeah. on, um, on Illidu- They weren't getting that Ray Nathan part in there. You know, that, yeah, I Ray got Nath- a song on my newer. That's I, I love those names. But, but Romello is such an ill rhyming word. So when people yeah. were flipping it and you'd like, you, you, but you had to know what that was from to catch it. You're like, to oh, catch it. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. Sure. That dude. And, and when, when X comes up, don't come at me with that bullshit. Use caution. Cause when I wet shit, I dead shit. His, like a bullshit. A bigger bullshit. It, Yo, his verse shit. is crazy. He goes, he goes. I think that's Everybody like a 30 piece. Shit. It's a classic. It's like a 30, 30 piece nugget. Oh, Sheik's verse is crazy. Sheik's verse is crazy. Set it off. Oh my God. All right. Z, you. All right, my first one is fucking with D. Come on. Yeah. Okay. He says, that's just the tone. Yeah. He says, you're dealing with a manic depressive with extreme paranoia. But dog, I got something for you. Sell my, <laughs> my pain, brothers. Like, I never heard someone say that. You're dealing with a manic depressive with extreme paranoia. Like, someone had to tell him that shit about himself. Like, right. he's got yeah, that's a diagnosis. He's that's been a diagnosis. Doc- yeah, like. Someone yeah. has given him that shit and he knows what he is and he's like, fuck that. Like, I don't want that anymore. And then right. I was I was re-watching his um Woodstock 99 performance. Woo! Right? I watched Earth the whole thing. Movement. I watched the whole Earth thing. Movement. Okay. Wow. When he does fucking with D live, and it's 90,000 kids, 95% are white kids. And when he comes out there, just him by himself with a mic with the red DJ, jumper, the red jumpsuit, and the Tim's on. I don't give a fuck. Like the whole crowd's like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I ain't killing nothing. <laughs> and I was like, this shit. I mean, that that song is that's like an MOP song. But if Dan's and fucking Fame were like one dude, like right. that's yeah. You you combine them and then you get good, fucking, good, with good, good like pulls, fucking with D. Like that shit is unbelievable. Yo, and the it, fact that he not to sorry man, I just marvel at the fact that like, you know. He was just like, yo, it's just me and my DJ, and we're just gonna no no flashy. Nothing you know that was an in initial discussion. They was like, oh, bring drag on. Oh no, no, I'll just right. stop doing no. it. You know, you know he it. did like even on Dark and Hell is hot, right? He there is the only guest on the record is Sheik on Get At Me Dog. And then the the, the posse cut for my dogs with Casino, Drag on, Big Stand, and, and, loose. and loose. Yeah. And then at the very end, and we're gonna start at something. But I mean, this album is long. It's hours, long five as minutes. Gets, yeah, so yeah, and he not, is 
He is He's doing rapping. three verses. Yes, how about that part? Three verses all this the, is the time. Land of three coming, verses coming up with all the hook. Like the hooks too aren't like recycled shit. No, and there's no, no like man. there's no like cheat code DJ Premier. We just scratched seventeen records some, for a course. Some, like, can't think of shit. I'll like a phrase, is. you know, for my for my dogs. For my yes. dog, like, but but he's but he's doing it in note. He's doing it in tone, yes. and he's doing the right note and key because some of these like how's singing. it going down? That's his song. Right. I mean, it's not like featuring uh, a case, featuring right. fucking mate. Yeah. Like no one's on that song but him. Right. So, so my uh, other favorite song is Let Me Fly. I've been playing Let Me Fly okay. every day okay. in my car. Okay. Well, Leave it me. That's a sweet well, because it's, it's prophetic now. You could draw that line that with Tree does. Not saying you know it's not the voices, but it's just the the most the emoting. Like Tree and it's does like, that. It's like, and it's like and it's like both of y'all said earlier. I could definitely hear either M or Kendrick singing that. Yes, yes. That same exact hook. Yep. like word yes. for word. These are the they might they might have done it. Before, yep. <laughs> you know? we, we, like the fact that I think we 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 had a epiphany one with the sequencing of people just straight biting how he sequenced yep. this record but he, he, but and making this. it their staple. Yes. <clears throat> so it he, there, he, um, he does this shit where like Nas has done this, Jay has done this, Big has done this pun. He rhymes one bar and then the exact same rhyme scheme for every word of the next bar where he says, yeah, I sold my soul to the devil and the price was cheap. Yo, it's cold on this level because it's twice as deep. It's deep. Yep. He's great. At every that. fucking thing lines up. All of it. Rhymes. Like when he does his pauses. Yes. Comes back and finishes. Next line, yes, might be diminished. Like any, and he's good at it. He catches. He says, "I'm a flow regardless, cause I'm an artist until I'm trapped. I'm gonna continue to hit the hardest whether I scrap or rap. Give me that, but you ain't my friend. I see it in your eyes. You contemplate my end. You waiting for that? Bend the road. To me, told, it's, not a, old, it's not. It's not a homage. I think it's it the cold. full, the full capacity of what Pac was trying to do. He's way better than Pac. Like just, I know, but just, like it's the, just in terms the, of like the choices, shit. The choice, yeah, but the choices. That's what I'm saying. The full expression but, but they, of Pac. Right. Pac reached a level with his flow, and he stopped. We mm. all know that. You know, he wasn't trying. Right. On right. um, X um, is like the evolutionary next step. Yes, Machiavelli and all and all that double. He wasn't trying any new flows on that. He was just right. coming for heads. If you if you listen. And then the, the albums after, you know, posthumous. He was doing a lot around the same time. So right. maybe that was. The stunting of his growth because everything was done around that same time so there is going to be not necessarily any true growth but that's why we're saying look at x coming out the gate i'm gonna sing on this track i'm gonna talk on this track i'm gonna whisper on this track i'm gonna pray on this track 
I'm a mode on this track. I'm like, a poet. He think about this. He was completely fucking developed artist. Yep. Yeah. Like his first album was thick with all everything we're talking about from the grind. Let's get to that stories to production. Like I, I'm not a fan of his work moving forward after this outside of like a lot of iconic moments and songs only because like I said before, I'm not a big Rough Riders anthem guy. And I just think like the Dame Grease PK, who was the in-house dude. Yep. They and were Irv giving him an Irv, like the samples and like the warmth that he was getting on like Stop Being Greedy, which is a sample, which is happiness is uh what's the song? It's a Diana Ross joint. Um Ghostface flipped it on Ghost Dini, but then they had to they had to flip it for the retail. Anyway, um it's sample based, whereas you know, Swizz was Casio based, right? And the Casio base was that was the super jokes because you don't have to pay for sampling, so everybody right. wins because everybody gets more money when you could do all the Rough Riders sound, which became the dominant sound in this in the, in the culture for a couple of years. But like that Dame Grease shit, like him doing fucking with D, him doing look through my eyes, get at me, dog, let me fly, Damien, stop being greedy, ATF, stop being my, greedy. I can feel shit. it. The convo is the illest flip. That's a fucking Bee Gees record, dog. The convo nice. is from Nights on Broadway. So check it. He's all right. So check this out. I watched Dane Grease the other day when we prepping for this. And he said, he said, y'all get the wrong idea if you don't know X. So when they would sit around working on stuff, they'd be playing a lot of disco. And the That's in between favorite, times. That was his favorite genre. Right. So you y'all know in the studio, and we're talking to our audience. So when you're in the studio, there's sometimes in between time. Yes. In between demos while you're working on stuff, they say, oh, give me a second while they're doing something on the computer and they might play something else or what your preference is. And Dame said, I was flipping, I was trying to get these disco records to flip them because that's the stuff we used to yes. listen to. Um, that's right. some of that Mace influence. Like, you know, not taking just a full-on R&B loop. It's like taking these moments from the Bee Gees and yeah, stuff. Yo, and get, at, get at me, get dog. At me dog. A, that's a disco record. BT yep. Express. That's a DD, like crime yeah. story. Edwin, Edwin Starr. Stop being greedy. My hero. That's what it's called. My hero is a gun by the Temptations. But there's a Diana Ross version that goes face flip. I like, can feel look, it there tonight. It Phil Collins. Even if you're not making a song that has a dance associated to it, it's still supposed to make you move. Right. Funny enough, I wanted, I wanted to find a way to bring this up, but I was watching Stetsasonic the other day. Damn, and one of my Stetson. favorite songs of theirs was um, speaking of a girl named Susie. <laughs> She's just that groovy, right? And I remember like, <laughs> like uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and them trading off. It was the yes. ill trade-offs on that song about this groupie girl. And it didn't feel like she was sleazy because she saved them, you know, from the bus crashing at the end or whatever like that. And daddy-o and all of them is just ripping. I just like <clears throat> still take like, you can move to that even though it's yeah. a story. Right. And so I think there's some of that stuff in the DMX, you can still move to it. Like, yes. even if it made you get up, move and mosh or get up and move and do pull-ups or street push-ups, <laughs> you're going to get your ass up. You're not sitting there <sighs> contemplating, you know, lo-fi yeah. hip-hop type shit at this you, point. You can't study and listen to fucking DMX. No, no. no you might no rip your paper in half. You're not, you're not cooking, <laughs> listening to fucking DMX. You know what I mean? No, like, that's no, out. No. Like, there, you're right. There's an inherent energy of movement with him i knew people that used stand to do, still um, about this motherfucker uh, push-ups on their fist to dmx <laughs> sure, that's sure like he's just going to balcony <laughs> there's one guy he did it. there's one guy i knew he did it to tupac and another guy was like that's dmx they would even, even later with the deadpool up. shit you know what i mean them using dmx and the bloodiest craziest yeah. deadpool scenes yeah like, that shit is par for the course and that's funny because 
that's X gonna give it to you, right? Yeah. Which I think it's oh no, no, yet. it's not that. Um, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. That's funny because oh, that's been used for, but with the video is like a weird wonky <laughs> right, right, bank right, robbery right, right. that he has nothing to do with. <laughs> It's right, like but yellow camo or some yeah, shit. And it's like, and he drops, he repels down like Slipknot and Suicide Squad. And <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Suicide Squad. And but I remember people like liking that song, thinking it's so hard. I'm like, yo, the song is bright as hell. It's, it looks like a, uh, a Tim Burton. It looked like Dick Tracy and <laughs> shit like Burton's that. Like that shit, is, that shit look crazy, but it's you know it's that. Um, but yeah, Irv. I think Irv. Um, is always unsung in these things. You know, we, we'll have, I think we'll have something to talk about or more extensively, but like he would give cats like a couple of tracks that really fit the aesthetic of what Herb they were going fire. for. Yeah. And like, Herb, you know, Herb, when Jar, when Jar, he got into the producing the whole thing, but I remember yeah. Irv always like, you look at the track list and you see, oh shoot, there's Irv beat. You know what I'm saying? It would yeah. be that Irv, Irv is like one of the last like true like A&R men, you know what I mean? Like, really yes, sit there and put a together. record together. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, really, yeah. really old school with that shit, man. You know, back yeah. when artists would actually listen to people, you know? And they take their suggestions. <laughs> yeah, he and, he and he, you know, and, and Reef, I'm glad you say that because, you know, Irv would be like, hey, this person with this person goes well. Right, right. And, that, and that would be like It's not always about right being decision. behind the boards or whatever. Right. It's about connecting this and use this sample. And he was one of those dudes. And I think that, uh, you, you need guys like that now more than ever, you know. So. Shit. Yeah. Let's, oh my God. This. Let, let's let's take our last break real quick, Castro, and then we'll we'll wrap up. It's dark, and hell is hot. Parting mm. thoughts, brought to you by uh, what was the um, what, remember like you go to gallery and you have like Rough Rider like Figaro chains and shit. Remember that they'd have like no chain. limit, yeah, like like the no limit tank chain, the fucking. Oh chain. yeah, we were getting real desperate. We started copying their yeah. logos and putting around. Next break, brought the Rockefeller the chain, Figaro the chains, fake Rockefeller chain, the didn't, didn't, <laughs> fake Rockefeller chains didn't pick up steam, did they? Right, that wasn't like yeah, a thing. yeah, yeah. There's fake Rockefeller oh, okay. chains. Of course. I mean, I mean, I guess gold plated. I guess I'm, I'm thinking. If, if you had a logo, they were making the fucking gallery version of that chain. Got you. 100% the no limit shit. Whoa. I'm still buying the sexy earrings. I'm, I'm late. All right. <laughs> Yo, what up? It's Alex Ludovico, and I'm inviting you to check out as of Friday, April 2nd, my new compilation, Cocaine and Therapy, executive produced by my man, the god, Zilla Rocca. Available only at insubordinaterecords.com. Don't go to streaming. Don't go to your little Apple or Spotify. Insubordinaterecords.com. Check out the merch for the record and then check out Zilla's dope merch that's coming out with it. It's a combination release between Insubordinate and $3 Pistol. Peace. Wish I was a little bit cooler. Wish I was a hooper. Wish I had a girl that looked good. I could scoop her in a sick whip with a floor kit. I ain't got shit. Oh damn, I'm a loser. Wish I was a little bit cooler. Wish I was a hooper. Wish I had a girl that looked good. I could scoop her in a sick whip with a floor kit. I ain't got shit. Oh damn, I'm a loser. Call up culture listeners, this is your boy Jason Griff, friend of the podcast. Just wanted to come through and let you know that I just dropped a new beat tape. It's called To Sample Only Water for 10 Days, and it's inspired by a John Frusciante album of a similar title. Hit up insubordinaterecords.com today and get yourself a digital copy. Use the discount code CALLOUTS and take an extra 15% off. So hit insubordinate records. Drop that discount code call out. Get yourself 15% off. And as always, long live Scorsese and fuck Jason Griff.
Sir, Sir Menelik. Cyclops, 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 Cy
that's, not that's how it's spelled. Bold. That's how it's spelled, man. They got to spell. They got to change it. You know what I mean? You got to put an axe on their gauche. Hyperbole. Yeah. It's bole. Yeah. Hyperbole. It's not. Hyper-bole. It ain't hyperbole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. Um, I keep it hundred. No hyperbole. You know, I'm not that kind of guy. Um, what do you think, Castro? I echoed um, very similar sentiment. It was definitely, uh, um, you know, I like to point out when you have your hip hop timeline, what's a bullet point? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And what, what, what gets tacked? And I think it's dark and hell is hot. It gets tacked in a, in a manner where the, you know, the hip hop stream is going one way and here, here's this guy, bang, he hits him with an infinity stone and now the shit got to branch out and chosen yeah. one to go disturbed by it and shit. And it's like, you, you got to rewrite the game because the it wasn't, I'm used to, you, I mean, excuse me, it's easy to get used to a sonic movement. Let's say Manny Fresh in there. That was definitely right. like a sonic movement, lyrics right. notwithstanding. But it's another thing when a cat is working with like first-time producers, Swiss, yes. cats collating a certain sound that they hadn't really cooked up for an artist in some years. Right. Um, it reminds me of maybe like Paris, an intelligent hoodlum back then, but mm. that, was, that was a gap. You know what I'm saying? It was right. a few years in between all that. So to, to me, there was a lot of first time out, you know, pulling yes. a cat straight from the hood, make, you know, mm-hmm. handling him, make sure he's in the studio and doing things. And he's believing in you because he has other options as dire and dark. They were. He has other options like, yo, you discuss this got to work because I've I've and I've been down this road before with the Born True. Loser record yep. with other situations. And it, you know, I, it's kind of rubbed me the wrong way. That's why I don't fuck with y'all like that. But mm-hmm. Y and D and them really made a, a big investment and, and really, you know, shout outs to them and the Rough Rider clan. And so my, my, my point is the Sonics weren't fully developed and he still made it work. You still had pissy any beats and he mm-hmm. made those work. You had big anthems, cats like Irv and Dame that knew what they were right. doing and he made those work. And he was a flagship artist in every sense of the word. You know what I'm saying? This wasn't. Nelly and the St. Lunatics. This was something right. even bigger because Rough Riders was way was way more um, tangible to me. I'm just making a, a petty comparison just in terms of one guy leading a group of guys. And he was always solo. Yeah, didn't need the help. He, he was always not. solo. He was definitively a solo artist. And he, and he held some pride in that. And he, like we said, there's features on this record, but there's a lot of acts. And I think that was right. deliberate. Like, you're going to hear my voice. And for him to stand toe to toe with all these other artists. And then we brought up the... Um, the, you know, the world mover show was just him and a DJ. And a lot of times it was just them and a DJ. When meanwhile, other guys had pyrotechnics, you know what I'm saying? Cats are doing things. But he was like, no, right. I want to go back to the essence. And I remember every appearance, every little, not, not the um, public stuff that he did, like the Andre 3000 walking the earth shit he mm-hmm. did in his last years of his life. But like when they would, any little pissant, um, not dissing them, but just any little uh, hip hop worldview or um, uh, video, uh, so he would mm-hmm. bust a rhyme. Oh, I could bust one. Boom. He just bust yes. a rhyme. Like he was just born to rhyme. Yes. He would always rhyme on them spots. So when he's giving a statement, I remember it was about to launch a Def Jam uh, tour. And he's like, I got something. And he just busts into it. And it's like pertinent. Like he was just the epitome mm-hmm. of, of rhyming and, and you know, just God. welding a blade and surprised me because like I told you, I was simpler cats. It took mm-hmm. me a while. And, and he's surprised and I'm, you know, I'm in college and stuff and I'm looking for lyricists, but this guy was like a force. Correct. And it's like, you don't need all of that sometimes. Um, yeah, man. I think, yeah, I think, um, I think it's, you guys are nailing it. I, I think this record is like, it really just set the precedent for everything after good and bad. But I think what stands out the most again, playing it a lot since he passed, I, I was like reef. Like I mm-hmm. would go back to this record when I used to go to the gym. 
I haven't been to the gym in a year from COVID. So like, I, I don't have a chance to play DMX and I can't play it around my house. Cause again, it, you, it, it fits certain environments beautifully. Indeed. Um, but so when I, when I went back to it and started thinking about his career and then playing all of his other records after this, he, you nailed it too, Castro. Like every fucking producer on this is an unknown and the beats are amazing. And all the rappers on this album are either unknown or like they were on the nascent with him, like locks and mace, but he didn't really need them. It wasn't like Mace was selling this record for him. Right. Or she right. Could, Mace feature, right? None of it. Right. Even like Flesh in My Flesh, like he has bigger names on it because he sold a lot on the first one. They, you know, like Mary J and Marilyn Manson and Jay. But again, like Slippin' is the single. It was it was a good look for them to be on those records. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. right. Like, like Slippin' is solo. That's a single. That's his. You know what I mean? Like the song flesh in my flat that's him like he you know then, and then like then there was x what's my name what's my name solo party up in here solo what these yeah. bitches want cisco on the hook but like he's bigger than cisco you know what i mean yeah. like he just the never, only collab i think that, of that time which is you're talking about is um um come back home because him and Aaliyah are kind of holding equal weight. Yeah, but that's that's like on a soundtrack, right? Like that's right, that's on the Roman right, right, right. Yeah, that's not on the album. Yeah. Even like okay. we right here, who we be. Then he has "I Miss You" with Faith on the Great Depression. Like at no point did was he ever. He never needed shit to be what he was. It was never like, okay, we need to put him with Missy, or else he can't come out. And think we about got, how much put him with Eminem, or else he ain't coming out. People would mistake him for it, but he, he true. He showed he didn't need. I right. don't need. He never needed me singer right. on that. So you him know? walking into this first album fully developed with a team and a label that were like, "Fuck Def Jam, we're gonna have Dame Grease, a dude in Yonkers, PK, a dude in Yonkers, Irv, who really isn't shit yet, and Swizz, our nephew, no one knows." They're gonna handle all the beats, not Diddy, not RZA, not the Hitmen, no one, not right, not DITC, nobody. It's gonna be our our guys. Yeah, it was like a very insular move, and he just carried all the weight forever. And like Reef said at the beginning, like him being on other people's records sold those records. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like, it was such a moment in time, y'all, because I'm thinking now the, the Locks production didn't come together as sweetly as this. No. We the streets didn't didn't come together, and they were working with the same guys, but it wasn't the same. Yeah, that was after him. But he he established right. all of that shit after for them to right. then have Eve and the locks leave Bad Boy. It's because he was like, "We can do it, us these ten guys in Yonkers, right. we can make this work." So right. kind of like you said, I like how you said like 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 the graph. It's like it's like a thumbtack, and everything splinters off after this record. Yep, you yep. And so even though he passed away, it's like. You know, I saw the clip with him on Drink Champs from a couple months back where he said, like, you know, if I die right now, I would say I had an amazing life, which is like all you can really ask for compared to where he was probably uh, two years before this album came out. To yeah, where he ended when up he was relapsing. And was I want to say for the, for the public, look, um, there's going to be a lot of conflicting reports, but I think I'm pretty solid. And he had a heart attack. Do not attribute that to any drug use. He was clean at the time. I do not want people to think he relapsed, but everybody just is going to tie it together. Look, I understand his narrative. And maybe if you include that, that's a a, a, a story of some triumph of an addict that, that still managed to live a fulfilling life. Correct. But at the same time, I don't think his death should be marred with this drug use when it had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't just assume, oh, he had a heart attack. Oh, he OD. Oh, he really like, found. No, like, you know, he's an older man and he put his body through a lot. Some his yes. fault, some not. And so sometimes your body says en- enough is enough. And so surprisingly enough and i'm and i'm being you know weird but like if if he was a little healthier maybe he could have survived the heart attack portion of this 
And so I just want I just want to put that out there. I don't think it had anything to do with drugs. I just think it's an easy, low hanging fruit to throw that in there. Right. Right. Same way when Kobe passed, they're talking about the rape charge. And it's like right. there's a time and place for everything. Right. And and the man was trying to live. He looked happy. He was you saw him with his kids, you saw him with his new wife, his fiance, whatever, you saw him with his ex-wife, he looked mm-hmm. happy. And I want people to remember him as happy and not tortured. You know what I'm right. saying? I don't think I don't think the memory should should have torture. You should see like, th- like a this man album smile. we're talking is tortured because it's his entire life up until this point. Yes, and then he, and then he lived another like twenty two to twenty four years after this. Yes, you know what I mean like get your whole life get your whole life to make your first record. There you so. go. Right, and the typical <laughs> and we could say this read the typical black man. He probably didn't think he would live past twenty five. Sure. When he was no. when he was running the streets, robbing people with with boom and a dog, right? Which right. was a girl. She, she was a girl, and she used to rob. Okay. But, you yeah, know, mm-hmm. life expectancies, you know, it, it was important. I remember, Look, Z, it sounds like a stereotype, but our parents used to say that or we used to think that because it was certain trajectories that cats was on. It's like, you know, 21 is going to be a miracle. And so when these cats make it and do something like this, you know, this guy was running the streets trying to survive. I'm talking trying to eat like that's what people don't get. It wasn't trying. He wasn't no kingpin. He was trying to get a meal most right. days. And he comes out of that and becomes a superstar, superhero rapper. Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up with this. Just looking at his chart history after albums we said we checked out on. Dude, Grand Champ, number number one billboard. Oh, he had five number ones in a row. Year, like. year of the Dog again debuted number two on billboard. Like, <laughs> even when we checked out, just as, you know, uppity rap mm-hmm. motherfuckers, uh, tons of people around the world never did and that's so dope like his impact was felt even when we were like eh, i'm moving on i'm in the dip set now i'm in the little john now i'm in the fucking whatever else nah bro he everyone like he just grabbed him by the throat you know what i mean yeah one thing i'll always admire about him is uh not to cut you off i know we're trying to wrap up but i just the what you said about the chart position maybe reflect on like some of the times when i would see tour dates he would post that dude could play literally anywhere he would be like yes farmingdale iowa this weekend <laughs> like i'm like yo this dude can play anywhere in america like people love dmx everywhere like literally everywhere Goddamn right dude well uh reef what do you got uh to let everybody know you, you gave us some good shit at the beginning and then you got next yeah. day you didn't touch on any just wild shit you want to say yeah man i'm working on stuff you know what i mean i like some of it some of it I don't, you know what I mean? Like I'm keeping it real, you know, like I'm just, uh, you mean, Ty got some things that we're, we're, we're finishing up, hopefully drop something in the summer, rinse and repeat, you know, the rapper spiel. Yep. You guys can find me at, at lost cause L O S T C A U A Z E on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. You're, you know you're the mean? first rapper to not say my newest shit is the best. Yeah, shit. It's, it's the crazy. Like, it's, it's the best like, shit I ever made. I'm working, man. I'm working. I'm keeping my head down and I'm working. That's it. Trying to keep, keep my baby safe. Trying to trying to be a good dude and a good good father and, and partner and, and in between that time I make music you know what I mean bong. so bong bong thanks man Astro <laughs> anything you got going on dude uh, uh various things and various forms of production some yes. accelerating yo congrats some... on the alchemist look bro I, I thank you that. brother yeah, thank man. you thank yes, you sir. Absolutely. Some things exhilarating, some things depressing. Kelly Castro was Twitter famous for like forty eight hours. That shit was ill. It was. It was give real ill. Yeah. <laughs> give, give a give Twitter a take. Famous. Maybe maybe seventy two. Very Twitter famous. Maybe seventy two. But um, yeah. Um, you know, I got things in various stages of production. I don't like talking about it anymore. I'll talk about them. Um, you go. We got, right we got, a, we got a wrecking crew compilation. 
we uh we had a powwow today, so that that that's set to potentially drop in June, called nice. Steel's Kitchen, and then uh I got the artwork back from our good friend PQ. <laughs> Steel's <laughs> Kitchen. You got it. I got the artwork back from PQ from my next solo album, Vegas Vic. It's gonna be dropping nice. in June via Chong Wizard Records in Canada on vinyl. Oh, I do. I, we working on a Wrecking Crew album. That's what I just said. And, and well, I mean, I literally just said that. I'm bringing it up because we're putting Reef on the spot. We wanted Reef to feature on the record. Yeah, and we said yeah. we were gonna corner him on the show live. Man, so there we go. Y'all know I'm e- y'all know I'm easy, man. Just you send the link, I send it back. You know, no questions. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. We got that. That's all locked we got. in. All right, man. That's- well, fellas, it's been wonderful. Um, Reef, thank you so much for appearing on our modest pod. Thanks for having me, man. I needed, I needed, I didn't really have a conversation about this man or his music or his impact. So it was good to do that, man. I was getting a little choked up looking at the picture Zilla has as his background, just because how young he looks and like it's just crazy. Oh, that's that's the it, belly look. It's a, it's, it reminds us of, of your own mortality, right? Like you yes. know what I mean? Like seriously, yes. like this guy yes. is like, you know, he was fifty. We're like, I'm, I'm, I'm not far behind that. You know what I mean? I'm not. Castro will be definitely not. In like two weeks. So it's shut up, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. <laughs> All right, read peace. Later, man. I'll see you later.